Welcome to episode 312 of the Drunk Casters Podcast. I'm your host as always. I'm Tyler. And join me with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Hey, Tyler. Man, I'll tell you what. It's been one of those hectic style of weeks. But at the same time, the past couple days have been pretty awesome. Because I have been able to not only get plenty of decent rest. I've been mostly bed rest because my body kind of feels like kind of feels like it's been through kind of like a slog you know like how those like uh wrestlers those fighters or something like that they go through like a grueling type of workout and all of a sudden it's like their body's sore for at least about a week yeah that's just me going bowling but yeah i know what you mean. <laughs> well yeah that that's this is basically me right now i'm basically the dude in like almost like in bandages or something like that just laying on the thing just resting his muscles and all that other crap <laughs> but uh other than that man it is snowing where I'm at. It's actually the first snow of the season. I hate you. <laughs> I know. The Washingtonian telling the, the Iowa dude. Freaking about snow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we were just talking about, before the show about the weather here the last couple of weeks where we've just been, just been constant ice, snow, and like negative 50 degree weather. Yeah, so we're... It's been brutal. We're in like in the Pacific Northwest. It's been like inside of the late to mid thirties, and now all of a sudden, the past couple days, it's like it's now under freezing, and currently it is snowing as a recording where I'm at. But I digress. I'm glad to go ahead and start this podcast. <laughs> How you been yeah. doing, Tyler? All right, a little tired. Been busy. Uh, yeah. Work's getting busy. Life's been busy. Um, but yeah, I'm doing okay. Um, I went, uh, so we're recording this on Sunday afternoon. It's a couple hours before the Super Bowl starts. Um, cause I went out last night, uh, did some karaoke. Um, mm-hmm. we went to, and it was just me and some friends and we went to, uh, uh, this like dive bar and it's kind of, and it was like, uh, it was like an older, um, white crowd, you know, like a lot of people in their forties and fifties and stuff like that. A lot of they're all doing karaoke, a lot of 80s music and country. Um, and I was joking around, I'm like, I'm gonna do some, uh, I want to do some Kanye West or something up there. It's like, I don't know, oh, no. and they're like, I don't think this can go over well here. I'm like, oh, it'd be funny to do. Um, I didn't end up doing Kanye West because they only had they only had one song, and that's Gold Digger. Um, which I did, <laughs> I did state for the for the, the record though, I feel like I can sing that song here and say the n word and get away with it with this crowd. I felt pretty good about it, but I didn't do it because I was thinking, oh, I could just sing Gold Digger, but change the N-word to Ginger, you know, and that would have made it better. Um, So I ended up doing that. I was looking for some music to play, and they had like a, there's kind of cool, they actually had like an app you can go on to, and like you can request uh, request your song through them, and uh, like request it all through there. You get to see the lineup, uh, whose turn's coming up, and um, I was looking at like all their music they had on this thing, on this, and I'm like, I don't know who... 70% 70% of these people are. It was, I'm, I'm assuming there's a lot of uh, country and stuff on there. Um, but, um, so anyways, I, I, I pick my song. I get up there and I start singing. And this this lady, who sounds like she's been chain-smoking cigarettes for 70 years, oh, no. uh, comes up to me and she's like, she's like, I'm in mid, mid-verse singing. She's like, you were really cool, and now I fucking hate you. I can't stand you. And I'm like just screaming at me angrily. Uh, she was completely wasted, obviously, like, in my face, yelling at me while I'm still singing, like laughing, trying to laugh, not to laugh because it was it was funny. I was I was a little drunk, and just, I'm like I'm like, and finally we get to a part uh, to a break in the song, and I'm just like I'm like what's wrong? She's like I hate hip hop, and I'm like. I'm singing Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, so this, oh man, she was mad, like, and just mean mugging me the rest of the night. And uh, the entire, so the rest of the song, I was singing uh, Sir Psycho Sexy from Blood Sugar Sex Magic. It's one of my favorite Chili Pepper songs. Oh, I yeah. couldn't believe, I, I couldn't believe, I've been to a, I don't know, not a lot, like 10 different karaoke places. 
and never seen that song as an option. So as soon as I saw it, I'm like, yep, that's mine. Uh, the only downside is it's like an eight minute long song. Oh uh, my God. I was, I was at that point, I didn't care. And you pissed uh, off the elderly at this point. <laughs> yeah. So, so the rest of the song, uh, there's like three minutes left or so. I'm just staring her down. <laughs> I'm singing it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, a friend of mine has a video of it. I have to like, <laughs> of me singing it and just keep looking back at her while I'm doing it. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a blast. So I'm a little under the weather today, a little bit not not hung, really hungover, just a little uh, tired. So you might you might be able to tell that my voice a little bit. Um, but I, I killed it. I killed it, man. I got it. Oh, if we were did. playing rock band on expert mode, hundred <laughs> percent. That's all I did. I think I, I think I sounded good, anyways. Um, yeah. So that was a uh, that's what I've been up to. Holy shit! Uh, karaoke. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Yeah, I hate you. She's like, you, I never even talked to this lady before, and she's like, you were really cool, and then you started singing hip hop. It's uh, like, oh my god. Unfortunately, it was like uh, there was it was like towards the end, it was like an hour before the bars closed when I did that, and. Um, I was gonna go pick a, a Kanye West song at that point. I'm like, I'm I'm pick I'm gonna I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna pick a, a Kendrick Lamar or something like that. I'll find a hip hop song to sing or a rap song. And uh, there, there was a, the line was so long, I wasn't gonna be able to go again because I was all all for going up and doing it again. Oh, no. um, but yeah, I didn't get a chance to. So yeah, that was fun. That was that was an interesting <laughs> experience. Uh, I thought I was like I to, like get like a police escort to get out of there for a little bit because uh, they did not like it because it was funny because like everybody else is like. In uh, in the crowd, like with everybody, with all the other people, they're like singing along, watching them, and uh, cheering them on. For with me, nobody. <laughs> it was like a parting of the Red Sea of me singing Red Hot Chili Peppers because apparently that's rap, that's hip hop. Um, but yeah, that was fun. Um, I want to go back there and do that again tonight, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I should. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm doing okay. Um, you know, like I said, got through a really crappy. Uh, a couple weeks, it was like negative 50 on Wednesday. Um, so like basically Des Moines was shut down, uh, which was awesome and terrible at the same time when you had to go to work. Uh, but we're, you know, we are, we've kind of swapped places, Gables and I did. It sounds like weather-wise, hopefully it stays like that for a while. I think it's your turn to get, <laughs> uh, get belted. Um, it's not going to really affect me too much because I'm like literally, what, five to maybe seven minutes away from my workplace. So it's like, the vehicle that uh, I get a ride from, it, it does have its snow thing, so I hopefully it's not going to be that extreme. So, okay, well, let's hope so. But then again, I kind of want you to understand my pain. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Anyways, um, we are a video game podcast where we talk about video games. So uh, there's actually been a decent, like nothing super crazy, uh, but there's been a decent amount of news this week. So um, mostly, honestly, though, it is uh, Nintendo related. Um, they had their financial reports and made a couple of small announcements, um, this, uh, this past week, uh, real quick, uh, for that. So they, the Mario Kart mobile game, Mario Kart tour is what it was uh, called. It was supposed to be out. Um, they announced it like about a year ago, I think. And they said it was going to be out by the end of March of this year. Right. Um, and we hadn't heard anything about it at all. Um, and I, uh, I think a lot of people figured that they were, it was going to be like march 30th kind of thing like they've done before uh but they actually came out excuse me they actually came out and said that it's actually not gonna come out this march it's uh they are um let me find a quote here i had oh um the decision has been made in order to improve quality of the application expand the content offerings after launch uh so that that's what they said um and so now it's gonna be coming out in there the goal is summertime uh, of 2019 uh, so doesn't that's, that's not meaning it's going to launch there, but that's that's what their their goal is. Um, and then also with that, a couple of days later, they announced uh, Doctor Mario World uh, right. is a it's a mobile game coming that will be coming um, in early summer, so probably like a June or something like that, or maybe like early July. Um, so those two games, one's been delayed, one's been announced. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we we both dabbled in some of the, the mobile games do you think you'll be, you'll be jumping i know we haven't seen anything about it but you think you're gonna give these two a shot um honestly to be to be frank i'm probably not gonna give them too much of a shot only because i'm not really a fan of a lot of the mobile efforts and stuff nintendo has made to be perfectly honest with you i've played 
some bits of Super Mario Run on uh, my iPhone and stuff, but I only do it, like, occasionally, and, uh, other than that, though, I just really have no interest, maybe outside of Fire Emblem Heroes or something, but, yeah, this doesn't really strike me as interesting at all. Yeah, um, you know, part of me gets excited when I hear about this, um, like, I don't know, it's like, I got excited when they finally announced, like, Captain Toad and Bayonetta being... to the switch like all oh, right i can't wait to play these again and you you, you start playing and you're like oh, i just i just beat these like a few years ago actually i was just i was just hyped to play something on my switch uh-huh. and i think this for me it's like um when I, I think for myself and maybe for other people too is like oh you we just get excited for like we just think about like these games on not so much dr mario but like mario kart and animal crossing and yeah. fire emblem we think about those games how great they are on consoles or on the 3ds or whatever and uh you know, we, we we think about oh that's we can put the, we can, now we can just do it on the on the phones we can take it on the go with us everywhere. Um, it's easy so with the phones in our pocket. You don't have to have, carry any, anything else with it. And these are not 100 percent those. Like I think Heard Fire Emblem is pretty close to it, but it's got the the microtransaction stuff involved in it. Um, but Animal Crossing is I heard it's just a really 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 dumbed down version of it with a lot of microtransaction stuff to it right um and yeah like you said i think you you made, you made a good point with the uh they have not really done the i mean they're financially the, it sounds like the fire emblem is doing great uh yeah that's probably their best one so far but their stuff uh, the other ones have been like super mario run was a bit of a disappointment for them um it sold like over like 30 million copies i think but i mean they were expecting a lot more than that uh and i, I think i played it like twice and I'm like ah, it's fine um it's not yeah. really mario it's just kind of like a a game it's just a mario skin of a game that has there's a million of them on, on it's basically free. it's it's basically like a new <laughs> a new super mario brothers style of game it's like an endless runner but at the same mm-hmm. point yeah, i think i yeah i have beaten that game honestly but uh i haven't been really too tempted to go back to it only because well i use my phone for all the other types of things <laughs> you know and the last thing i want to <laughs> yeah. do is play games on it <laughs> yeah like watching por- watching porn on the floor at work um <laughs> Oh fuck that, dude! <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back. Uh, yeah, no, I um, yeah, it's the the stuff they brought out as like Mitomo was a fun, dumb thing to do for like a weekend, um, and that was it. There was really nothing to do there. Oh, hey, I could dress my me and ask my my friends questions and answer questions. Um, and then yeah, Super Mario Run was just a game. There's a you can play a million of for a dollar or less, and they're selling for ten bucks, and excuse me sorry um it was it was just fine it wasn't fantastic or anything like that it was you beat it in less than an hour um yeah you know fire emblem sounded like they did a pretty good job of animal crossing like i said whatever so i think i'll at least try out mario kart um but yeah i don't see myself putting too much time into it you know in dr mario world i I really don't care yeah i'm not a tetris guy at all it's not my thing so uh we'll wait and see though all right, so moving on, uh, speaking with Nintendo, they had their financial report come out a couple days ago, and um, they they made the goal. They actually raised their goal uh, for selling Switches in the fiscal year. Well, yeah, of 2018, I think um, about a, actually about this time last year, their their initial goal was like 12 million, but the Switch was doing so much better than what they thought they were going to do. They blew past their goal for 2017, so. We're going to, we think that they can 20. I remember a lot of people at the time, including myself, thought that was a bit of a stretch. Um, and it seemed like pretty much all year it looked like a stretch. And it sounds like it, they officially come out and said that we will not make that um, that 20 million switches sold before the end of March. Uh, be more like 17. But they've already announced that they've sold over 32 million switches. Um, so they've actually, so uh, I heard in their podcast that they're kind of the report. Uh, that goes along with Xbox is there's still about 41 uh, million of those. And uh, so, and that's been out for over five years now. And this has been out for almost two. And it's almost, yep. that number's right. That's pretty good. Pretty, pretty crazy. Um, don't know if it'll catch up to the PS4. Cause I, I think they announced they're like 90, almost 95 million, like 94. Um, but some cool st- stats came out of it. Uh, they showed off some sales numbers for some of their games. Uh, Mario Kart eight, Deluxe has sold over 15 million copies. I can um, believe it. Yeah. Uh, Odyssey has sold over 13 million. Damn. Um, Zelda has sold just shy of 12, I believe. It was like 11.8 million. Nice. But Smash Brothers 
in in one month all these sales numbers are at, um, at towards the end, at at the, at the end of the year so smash brothers came out on december 7th so between december 7th and december 31st sold over 12 million copies oh it almost it is e- actually eclipsed breath of the wild for as long yep. as it's been out yep there's a part of me that actually kind of uh is surprised by it but at the same time I keep thinking about the past couple consoles and one of the top selling games for each of the previous Nintendo consoles during their life cycles have been Smash Brothers games. Talking about yeah. GameCube with Melee, we talking about like uh, Brawl with Wii, and then well, obviously the Smash Brothers for uh, Wii U sold pretty well too for its system. But uh, yeah, you know what? I am just happy with the fact that Smash Brothers has done that well in terms of just less than one month of sales that's just yeah. insane i i would like to that I mean that's that is insane uh um but i would like to see like the rest of them like they didn't show any they didn't see any numbers for pokemon uh the let's go games they that's didn't have curious. anything for mario party yeah so i'm wondering how those are doing i, I assume pokemon's going to be doing fantastic uh but hmm. yeah i mean you look at over the course of lifetime with 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 Nintendo consoles, I mean, yeah, a lot of people. Some of the best games that come out of them are like Zelda games, uh, but usually the highest and like the 3D Mario's. But actually, like the the ones that always are the best selling, the three the three big ones is Smash, Mario Kart, and a 2D Mario game. Huh. Like those are those are the that's like the top tier of the selling games, which makes sense because all those games are very much uh, user friendly. Um, obviously, the Mario the 2D get, gets really hard, um, but Especially with the new with the new Super Mario Bros. stuff, I'd like to see how how the uh, the new deluxe that just came out last week is doing too. Oh, I know, uh, right? I'm kind of curious about that myself. Yeah, I I, I am curious though. I want to know. I, I do want to know how the Pokemon game is doing. I'm really curious um, how the next one's going to do. But uh, another thing came out of it. So over eight million people currently are subscribers to the uh, the Nintendo Online service. Um, huh. <clears throat> yeah, so that's not. I guess I don't know how. I don't know like what they want for attach rate, but that's, you know, about 25%, you know, give or take, give or take a little bit. Cause we don't have exact numbers. Um, you know, they have over 32 sold, million sold and over 8 million uh, subscribers. So yeah, about 25. Um, but I don't know. I think, I mean, I think, uh, no, uh, PlayStation said they have like, I think it was over 30 million. It's like, they've like, they've like new, new records for PS plus subscribers. Um, right, right, right now, like I came, it was like 34 million or something like that. Um, but that's with, you know, that's about a little over a third if we're just looking at, uh, just assuming all of those people are playing PS4 or majority, like 90 something percent of them are. So that's a little over a third of it, you know, 38% or so, give or take. I'm trying to do numbers off the top of my head. I should look, right. should, have, should have done this before. Um, <clears throat> and we don't have numbers for uh, Xbox Live Gold because they don't, it's hard to do because they have the free service silver and then gold to pay for. Um, so technically everybody has Xbox Live if you have an Xbox um, but yeah, I don't know. I think that's, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy to hear that over 8 million, but when you think about it, it's 20 bucks. It's, it's kind of easy bullet to buy, uh, easy, you know, it's easy to, to, to plop that down. That's a whatever 20 bucks, especially if you're, uh, some of the games, it's quite a bit, it's not a cheap hobby. So 20 bucks in the grand scheme of things isn't a lot. And plus you, there's that you, there's still, so you have that impulse there and plus has the, you can play the NES classic stuff or the NES, the NES games on it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I thought I thought that was kind of interesting. You, did you actually you you eventually you bought a whole year, right? Yes, most recently. Okay, all right. So I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, are you like really satisfied with the service? Because I I really don't don't. I mean, I don't know. It's like it's it's so cheap that uh, I don't really I'm not really using it. But so I don't. I guess I'm. I don't know if I'm technically not. But I have like my PlayStation Plus that I don't. I, don't, I play online once a couple times a month maybe uh and i i outside of like really to getting the deals on games i don't really feel like I, I i'm getting my money's worth out of out of everything else i don't play the free games usually um i i would say it's worth it actually probably because it's just the additional discounts you get on like the the sales um but i don't know i mean do you think you can see yourself you know re-upping with this for next year when when you're when your current one runs out at its current form, I'm not really too sure. The reason why I invested inside of a year's worth of Nintendo Online stuff for 20 bucks is, one, it's super cheap for a full year of playing something online with other people, but at the same point, 
gaining access to the NES games and the expanded bit of what they have currently available. Okay, it's tempting to where if I want to go ahead and play a little bits of specific games here or there that I never probably would have gotten a chance to play back in the day. Yeah, that's nice. At the current form, it's very lacking. And if it stays current to that, I probably would not bother renewing unless there was some sort of game that I got heavily addicted to playing to online. Yeah. It's kind of like the polar opposite of like certain other subscription services, like for an Xbox Live Gold, like full year membership, or a PlayStation Plus full year membership, where it's like I'm getting free games that I can download as long as I pay, as long as I you know pay for the subscription. I get lots of various deals off of uh, games on the digital storefront, whereas on the eShop. The only type of sales you're going to be seeing is the ones that Nintendo has approved via other, like, uh, third parties or even, like, some of their own first-party games that are available in the shop. But not more or less any additional 10% off or anything else like that through having a subscription things. So, at its current form, it's very basic. If it stays that way, like I told you before, I'm probably not going to invest into it next year. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I can understand that. I think... I'll. As long as it stays like twenty bucks, I think I'll I'll, I'll keep it. Um, and I look at it just like almost like uh, like like PS Plus um, and like Netflix and Hulu and like Amazon Prime. It's just like um, it, it's different because you're just paying it once a year. But I you know I have all these services because it's just kind of it's just kind of nice to have them in case you ever need them. Like it, it would suck. Oh hey, you want you know play some. Friday the 13th or something tonight on, on PS4 with, and stuff. I'm like, yeah, it's great. Oh, wait, I don't have PS Plus. It's just having that option and not having that as an issue. It's just kind of, it's it's just one, you don't have to worry about it. You know, it's just like, ah, I got it. If you're, like, yeah. you get the impulse to watch The Office for the 30th time on Netflix, it's there for you. Cause, you know, oh, yeah, you of Netflix. course, of course. It's just like, I mean, it's just like when I look at, like, I have all these streaming services I pay for. Um, and I can go weeks without using them, but I still, yeah, I still keep it around just because it's just nice when I when I do get in the mood to watch something that's on one of these services. I you know I have it. Uh, I think it's just a comfort thing, really. So I mean, yeah, like so. Anyways, if it twenty, if it saves twenty bucks, I think I'll I'll, I'll probably just go ahead and re up next year uh, when it's time. But if we start seeing surprise hikes and not a lot changing, um, I, I don't. I, I probably just drop off unless, like you said, there's like a, a online game uh, that will keep us coming around. Um, well, yeah, that's very true too. But yeah. uh, let's turn it on its head for a minute. Like, what would we actually would like to see from this online service? Honestly, just copy Xbox and PlayStation. I want it, you know that's 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 I think the most disappointing thing with the online services is, is they just like now now we're charging for it. You know, we didn't really add any features. Um, at least when we went from PS3 to PS4, uh, they added uh, like they basically redid the entire online structure of that thing, um, which just with party chats. Uh, and making it so much easier to get in, to get into games with friends or just getting into right. games in general. And this thing, I mean, it's just uh, setting getting in a game with your friend is challenging. Uh, yes, you can't chat during without using your phone. Um, and not every game has a chat. You can't you can't you can't chat with you know your friends in every game. Only some games have it. Um, unless you're playing Fortnite, then that's like the one exception on there because you can actually just use a headset. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, they really need to restructure that entire thing. It's incredibly disappointing that they they just now now it's about a paywall. You know, now um, I get, you get some NES games. Yes, you touched upon some great points in terms of what they would need to put on their service: a better party chat system, better like things to communicate with other people, like say through messaging or something like that, and even like some of their selection of classic games is very lacking too, because currently available is just NES stuff. What I personally would like to see is if they were to go ahead and increase this service by at least another 10 or 20 bucks, which I really believe that they'll do this eventually. It's oh, yeah. going it's going to happen eventually, I feel. They need to add more consoles, more type of variety of type of content on the on the uh, eShop in order for me to actually delve in, you know, like maybe Super Nintendo games that have been streamed or maybe 64 games or whatever. But yeah. I would also like to see an additional maybe 10 or 15% off of digital games that are on sale. They mm -hmm. don't necessarily have to give away free games a month. And if they do go that route, I hope that it's something that's not like readily crappy. <laughs> yeah, I those... want it to at least something along the lines of maybe an indie game or two that uh, 
you know, a lot of people may actually have talked about, but not a lot of people have played. Maybe give them a little bit of a chance to try a little bit more content, you know. But other than that, though, I just really wish that uh, the Switch at current moment had more apps on it besides the YouTube and the Hulu app. You know, it's just, I would love to have my Netflix on there. I'd like to at least have maybe the WWE app or whatever the hell. Just more options in terms of apps to download. Because, yeah, two out of uh, two apps out of like the slew that I would use are available currently on the Switch. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, I would just love to see more systems, more discounts. Especially if they want to try to charge more for it. So, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I, I think the yeah better deals would, wouldn't be a bad thing. Especially, and not just like the deals that we get now where these 99 cents are now 10 cents or... Yeah, and if they like, I don't the free games of every month thing that doesn't. I'm not too worried about that. Yeah, because it. I mean, there's. I mean, I don't know. So much shit on that thing. That's it's not even funny. It's just over. They like, just take free to play games off phones and now they charge them ten bucks for it on the Switch. Um, I think some, we, yeah, some of them actually have. You know, not to interrupt or something like that, but fun. you know, some of those mobile games that they do have on sale, like say Iron Class, Iron Clad, or something like that, that were. Like available on phones and stuff, a lot of them do have their full content on there. Yeah, so well, I mean, I'm, I'm not knocking all of them. I just mean yeah, that yeah. Though, there is a, um, you know, there is a ton that, uh, I mean, for you, you there, for every one actually like good one, there's probably gonna be a, a hundred shitty ones, just like just like the iOS yeah. and Android is now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would gladly pay and if they raise the price up and they said hey we're gonna have that party chat we're gonna have uh cross you know cross play chat we're gonna have all of this you can do it all on, on the device itself um you know then I, I would gladly pay a little bit more a month or a year uh for, for a better quality i'm well yeah so yeah just like i said they just it just felt like hey now it's now now it's no longer free now you gotta pay for it that's all they did um but uh moving on to a non-nintendo topic uh so the people that make uh, Titanfall, I just forgot their name, totally blinked on it. Um, they This all kind of leaked out, I think, on, I don't want to say Saturday, uh, either late Friday or Saturday. Um, and there is going to be a Titanfall game uh, called Apex Legends. Uh, right. It's supposed to be announced tomorrow. Uh, it's, it's supposed to be announced and released tomorrow. It's the free-to-play uh, hero battle, uh, battle royale spinoff of Titanfall. Um Oh, Respawn, that's who makes it. Uh, like I said, it's supposed to come out tomorrow. Uh, it's pretty much out there, so kind of what happened is someone tweeted out about it. Um, I believe, it, oh, uh, here it is. First reported by YouTuber The Quartering uh, before further details were shared by eSports consultant uh, Rod Bursu on, on, on Twitter. Uh, but he said that Apex Legends will, will be coming uh, to PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, on Monday, the rumored game will allegedly feature classes and heroes with unique abilities, maximum of 60 players per server, maximum of three player teams, uh, to com- complement each other. Um, the, the game will also, uh, not, non surprisingly, it's free to play. We'll have some micro- microtransactions and loot boxes, but it's going to be just like, uh, Overwatch where it's only, it's all, it's just cosmetic, uh, stuff and no like addition, like no pay to win stuff. Um, and then some other stuff kind of came out. Sources have play, um, who have played uh, knowledge of the game confirmed that the respawn is set to announce it on on Monday. Uh, and uh, let's see, like, oh, Kotaku came later on, uh, said that they heard the same reports, um, and says uh, it plays like Titanfall mixed with Overwatch and Blackout mode from Call of Duty Black Ops Four. Um, and I guess kind of what came out was that EA held a event for it um, in the last week or so uh, for streamers and YouTubers. Uh, and let them play it, I guess. So probably they're probably going to see a bunch of streaming this week for it. Um, and Jason Schreier uh, said in an article that uh, Respawn had been working on Titanfall 3, but because of this game, because the game was also ran on a modified source engine, it quickly be- began to look dated by today's standards. He suggested that the studio may have decided to switch engines for Titanfall 3, and this is releasing the uh, Apex Legends as a stopgap uh, due to development on Titanfall 3. Um, so, because it's been delayed. Um yeah, I don't know. I mean, Battle Royale, obviously, it's still a big thing. For, well, Fortnite's still a huge thing. Uh, I know PUBG still has, uh, we don't, It's everybody talks about it's dying, but it's still like one of the most played games uh, out there. Obviously, Call of Duty Black Ops, uh, Blackout mode is huge. Um, but here we go. We got another, um, now e, uh, EA has, this is going to be their first, 
battle royale game that they're releasing. Um, you know, did you ever play the Titanfall games? I know you played. You played one, didn't you? I played the original Titanfall. That one didn't really last me for more than a month. But uh, I have Titanfall two. I know that Titanfall two is a fantastic game. But my overall thoughts of this news is one: I'm not surprised because EA. Let's just be perfectly honest. EA's track record and what they are trying to do with like certain game franchises they own, they don't really surprise me. And the news circulating yesterday about Respawn releasing a Titanfall game that's not only a battle royal style of game that's more akin, you know, to other games like Fortnite and whatever, along with microtransactions. Yeah, I can really believe that. But at the same time, I feel like that it's fucking lame. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I feel it's fucking lame, and that's because of the fact that it's pretty much copying what other companies are doing in terms of the hot new thing, or the hot thing that's currently going on for the past few years now, and trying to profit off of doing similar types of things, only now they're using Titanfall, that franchise of Titanfall, as a crux for that stuff. You know? It just kind of feels... If... The rumors itself are true that this was like a scrapped, like assets of a, like a scrapped Titanfall three stuff that was oh, currently no, in it's development. Not, it's not assets from a scrap game. It's just that Titanfall three has been delayed, so this is kind of like their. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, yeah, I can understand. I can understand bits of that and stuff, but uh, yeah, that's kind of disappointing. To be perfectly honest with you, but uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much that's pretty much what I feel about it. Okay. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm, I'm actually on the, on the opposite side of you with this. Um, if it's, if it's, I, I played a good chunk of Titanfall two online, like yeah. for me as an online gamer, like without playing with friends, like I probably, I put about 10 hours into it, uh, and love playing that game online. I wasn't obviously wasn't very good at it, but, uh, if it's just more Titanfall two online, but with the battle Royale mode, it's free to play. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm at least going to check it out. Like I, I, I dabbled in Fortnite for a little bit. I jump, you know, I'll jump in. Uh, every few months and i'll usually see what the new season's like um <clears throat> and what they're doing with it but uh i i, I tried the, the, the other one the new season with its ice now and it's just this game is so far different than what it was six months ago it's right. not a bad thing but it's just, yeah it's hard to jump back in i guess sometimes uh but i don't know i, I guess i'm more open to this one one obviously because i like titanfall 2 uh yeah. a, quite a bit but also because this is gonna be a lot different if it, if this is just like i said if it is just titanfall 2 online but with a battle royale mode uh I, i'm all for at least i'll at least try it um but if it's <clears throat> like a run-of-the-mill blackout fortnite mode whatever uh PUBG, then yeah that'd be incredibly disappointed um that's kind of just... how i kind of feel how that game is going to turn out to be like you know i'm not yeah. saying that it will but that's kind of like my biggest fear upon that type of game being announced is that it's just going to be just bare bones to the number type of game yeah no and i can understand that um i can uh i, I i'm just trying to I'm, I'm just thinking oh man if, if we have the mechs and we can jump out of them and do all the stuff that we do and that that's gonna be that could be awesome depending on what the map looks like and all that um so i guess i mean i guess we'll find out tomorrow um when this by the time probably everybody's hearing this it's probably already old news uh for them but you know i just to talk about since it is still current news it's pretty big pretty big news i think um so i don't know wait and see but i am hopeful uh if it is it is what i think it um it is what i'm hoping it is then uh, yeah i'm definitely gonna jump into this um probably get destroyed right away but i'm sure we'll, <laughs> we'll be seeing a lot of streaming going on for it um but um that's pretty much all the news this week um but uh i did get a chance to play games for a little bit this week um i know gables did too mm-hmm. um I sat down on Sunday for for about an hour, hour and a half, uh, and I started playing Resident Evil Two, um, and that game is gorgeous, man. Yeah, it is. absolutely gorgeous. Uh, but I, you know, I like I talked about last week. You know, I, I started Resident Evil Two when I was you know when I was probably ten years old, so I don't really remember a lot of it. Um, but yeah, just jumping in what I've played so far, I, I think has been really cool. Uh, the uh, <clears throat> trying trying to the, uh, it's just it makes me happy that. This is like a, finally a really good like we've had we've been spoiled last year I think with uh, some pretty good survival horror games with uh, Resident Evil Seven and now Two, um, the remake. 
uh, you know, since that's kind of, and, and we've had like evil within, but like, you know, like we've talked about a lot in the past where, um, that, that genre has been pretty much dead for, for the most part, or it's on life support, you know, like there's a few games kind of keeping it going. Um, but, uh, like dead space was that last generation, uh, now then three ki- kind of killed that. And so that's gone. But, uh, yeah, anyways, <clears throat> I, I, I'm really liking it so far. Uh, I've, I've jumped like at least three times already. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to get better about the, uh, uh, saving of the bullets because I am like, part of me is like still playing like Resident Evil five and six where, you know, you have bullet, you know, ammo was scarce, but, uh, you still had enough to fight. And in this game, it's like the zombies take a lot of shots before they die. Yeah, they do. And <coughs> excuse me, um, take a lot of shots before they die. Uh, and I am running through ammo quickly. So, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it though. Uh, looks gorgeous. Uh, the, the puzzles are pretty cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's so fun. currently where are you right now? <clears throat> so I went through, I made it to the police station. Yeah. I went to the room on the right where yep. the cop gets eaten. Um, oh yeah. And I, I'm in the, I'm in like the offices now. Uh, so I went to the, I went to the other door and, uh, started getting, uh, I meant like, I went to the office where like it says, uh, welcome Leon and all that. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. So now I did a little bit of that. I've been, you know, I'm just getting chased around. I started getting chased around by zombies. And I'm just like, I can't handle this right now. So I, I quit playing it. Uh, <laughs> it was too much. I'm like, there was like three of them going after me. I'm like, ah, and I had to like do something to get to the next section. I'm like, ah, I can't do this. I gotta stop. So, when I when I went over to the same section and stuff, I basically went forth. I when I got a little bit stronger in terms of the weapons and stuff, I went back to that room. I took out the zombies that were there, and I was able to solve the <laughs> problem for uh, Leon's desk. How to get into it? Jesus Christ! What are we doing? You can keep talking. Well, that's just that was just like what I was saying though. It's like oh, okay. I just I just basically just uh, went forth, got some like uh, more health items and like the shotgun and stuff like that. I went back and I just took out the zombies that were there, figured out the combination and what I needed to do to get into Leon's desk. And yeah, it's worth getting what's inside Leon's desk. I'll yeah, just say it, that. Is it? Is it that? That's where you get like the additional room for your um, for your pack, right? Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely the reason why it's worth going into yeah. his desk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been every one I find, I, I unlock them. Oh um, my gosh, yes! It's so much of a godsend that you get like maybe one incremental like item slot unlocked when you collect yeah. those little things. Yes, yeah, it's huge because yeah, you don't get. Yeah, I think you have like eight slots at the beginning. I'm, I think I'm up to twelve now. So, um, yeah, it's been uh, it's it's been fun, but it's also it's just anxiety feel. I need a jump jump into it again though uh hopefully here this week i'll have some time to play it um but uh you what have you been playing gable did you play more of that or you play anything else okay so basically what i've went through and played i got the code a couple days ago for the piranha plant for super smash brothers and i decided to input the code yesterday and try out piranha plant inside little training mode stuff and oh my god it's so funny to try (laughs) to play as this character i'll tell you what because his standard, like, uh, B attack and stuff, you can actually hold it. He shoots up on those projectile little, like, spiked balls and stuff like that. So you can actually hold the button, and it'll, like, suspend it in the air. And uh, whoever is falling or whoever tries to do, like, aerial attack above above you and stuff, you can just counter by that. <laughs> but uh, it's such a unique character, I'll tell you why. Because it's like, you can shoot poison mist. It changes into different types of forms of a piranha plant, like uh, specific attacks you use. And uh, one thing I have figured out is when you're doing things like jump attacks, just basically any character in general, if you hold down the X button and A, you can actually do a short hop and uh, whatever attack based upon the different directions of the sticks that you got, like a neutral attack or down. or It's just basically kind of like a shortcut so that you don't have to like uh, gently tap the X button to jump or something and just do like a random little attack here and there. But... Uh, yeah, man, the Piranha Plant's very fun. It's very fun. The final smash, it summons PD Piranha. <laughs> and it traps you in the cage and stuff like that. And you're just like, uh, your enemy takes damage on this other shit. So yeah, that's that's fun. 
On the gaming perspective, there are actually two new games that I have been playing. One of which I bought yesterday. But uh, one of the ones that I started playing was Undertale. Oh, nice. I have had Undertale for a while, but I decided, okay, I feel like I'm in the mood to play this game. Let's power it on. I played it for at least a few hours during, like, uh, Friday and some bits of Saturday. Oh, my gosh. The opening of this game is fascinating to me. Because you play as a kid that falls down this hole, and it's basically the story plays off like humans and monsters have been at war to each other. Humans obviously drove the monsters away into this underground, like, uh, to the underground stuff, like through a cave that's, uh, they basically forced them to try to live like a subterranean sort of lifestyle, right? And so here you are, you're a young kid that falls down this, this, uh, hole that leads into that, and, uh, you encounter pretty quickly that a lot of the uh, creatures that are underneath that, uh, underneath the ground and stuff they're not friendly and so this whole beginning portion is just you getting taken in by this one this one uh this one creature that uh pretty much is sort of of like a mother figure and then this whole introductory sort of like stage and stuff before you get on to the main game it's interesting it's definitely something that i haven't really experienced before inside of a game and i'll tell you what the combat in this game there are this is definitely something that I haven't come across in any game before where you can attack, yes, or you can actually go through and go with a couple of different types of solutions. You can act upon... There are different types of things. You have a slot for your inventory. You have a slot for your attack. You have a mercy button, which you can spare mm-hmm. enemies if you want to. And you have the act button, which basically lets lets you go through and check the... Uh, Status of an enemy, it lets you talk to enemies or do a lot of various other, like, uh, different options if you choose to. I was facing one enemy in particular where he basically kind of looks like one of those, like, like-like characters in Legend of Zelda. And so it's just random movements, doesn't talk or anything. And so basically there's an option where you can flirt with it. And so, of course, just wanted to try that out. I decided to press that option. And all of a sudden, I read the text dialogue of uh, your character is like seductively just like swishing its hips back and forth and stuff, and the the freaking thing does the same thing and stuff, and it seems pleased by it. <laughs> but uh, anyway, the how you can actually spare enemies in this game is kind of interesting. You have to meet certain criteria in order to have in order for that option to become available. Some enemies from the get go. You can actually just spare them right away because their name appears in a specific option where their name is in yellow, meaning they can actually go through and be spared. Others need a little bit more coaxing. You can talk to them. You can actually listen to them. But there are some where you actually have to go through like the mercy option and like uh, press spare like a bunch of times and do this and do that. It's very fascinating in terms of how this RPG kind of conducts itself in a more nuanced type of approach in sort of like an RPG style because honestly in standard RPGs you're pretty much expected to attack things and like level up and get a bunch of armor and do this and do that you know standard RPG type of fare and this game it more or less gives you the option and more or less encourages you oh hey you don't have to kill anything if you don't want to and it's kind of led me to the point where it's like you know what let's see how far I can go with this and I'm just gonna go see if I can do the peaceful routes and oh my gosh, man, I think I've died only like once in this game so far, so not too bad, but I've met these skeleton characters for the first time. They're called Sans. They're, they're brothers, right? One's called Sans, the other one's called Papyrus. And uh, the first encounter you meet for both of them, they're fucking hilarious, dude. I was actually taken aback, like, how many, like, how... They're supposed to be presented as, like, these characters that are sort of whimsical in nature... It's like the uh, the younger brother or something's got a little bit more laid back and stuff, and the older brother is kind of like uh, <coughs> kind of strict to the book or something like that. That he wants to become this knight and this and that and stuff. Basically, what I'm saying is the gameplay is interesting. The story is actually pretty darn interesting as well because of how the visual presentation, along with the character dialogue, kind of blends in together to give it more of an original sort of outlook and feel. So, throughout the couple hours I've actually played Undertale, I have been very interested in going back into it. Because I kind of want to see how deep this game goes. 
But uh, what else can I say about it? Oh, yeah. There's certain aspects where you have to avoid enemy attacks. And how you can actually do that is there's this little icon that pops up when an enemy attacks you. And you have to avoid these certain type of patterns and stuff that they throw at you. Kind of similar to how you have to avoid things, say, in a uh, shoot-em-up game. To where all these projectiles and all these things keep on going on the screen, you know, in this particular thing. And you have to avoid being hit or else you, you die. That's basically how you can die in this game. To where if you get hit enough times and your HP reaches zero, it's game over. Pretty much. But I found out that when you go to the save points, you can recover health and do this and do that and stuff. But uh, the other game that I've been playing, there's a mini story to this. So I had the urge to play New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. I went to my local Walmart yesterday. I had to wait for a Walmart associate to get open because they were readily busy. This is my second trip to Walmart during that day <laughs> yesterday because similar things happened. And right when I was about to go up and actually ask for uh, get the game out of the thing, an old man cuts in front of me, right? <laughs> Basically, he gets the attention of the person working on the desk just after she got done helping somebody. I'm like, really? What the hell? It's like, you know, I just started looking at other stuff, and I notice he goes right to the game case, and he gets the last copy, a new Super Mario Bros. U. I'm like, you son of a bitch! <laughs> no, it's seriously, it made me fucking angry, because it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Out of all the games you want to get <laughs> right now, and you, you could tell this guy it was just like some sort of grandfather that just wanted to get a game for his kid, but it literally made me so angry to where I actually left the electronics section Cool myself down, enter back, see if I can actually find something else that I could play. But like, no, no, I'm getting out of here before like something else gets worse. So I go forth, go back to the car, go to the GameStop, which is not even like a minute or so away, and I bought the copy of it. And uh, yeah, if I was starting to feel better, then I get home, I plug it in. After I after I did my stint with Smash Brothers, I started playing a bit of New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. And, oh, man, have I missed playing this game. <laughs> and that's nothing to be said lightly. I mean, you know, I've played through this game, really, I played through it twice on the Wii U. Because on the podcast before, I had stated that initially I played through New Super Mario Bros. U, but because of an external hard drive error where I had to go and purchase a Y cable and, like, a various connection to make the hard drive work properly with the system... I had to erase my entire data for that game. And so, basically, my experience was kind of muddied and stuff to where I had to replay that game all over again until I beat it. So, you we're talking about, like, spending an estimated, like, uh, 12 hours or something, like, from beginning to end, you know, with two playthroughs, pretty much. So, with this game, immediately from the get-go, everything feels familiar because, hey, it's a 2D Mario game. I've played my fair share of those. I went through... And so far, I've went through the game, I've went through the first area of the game, got every single star coin, and currently at this moment, I am halfway through area two, have all the star coins so far, and I basically kind of made it a night, like uh, last night, to where I basically played, man, I think I played a little bit over an hour and a half, maybe a couple hours of mm. Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, and you know what? It just finally hit me, you know, where it's like, damn it, I have missed just enjoying a good, solid 2D Mario game. Because it had been a while since I've actually played a good, solid one on my system. Because I kind of feel that way, because after experiencing Super Mario Odyssey a couple of years ago, and then having my good fix of a 3D Mario game, not having to worry about another one, you know, coming out anytime soon, and then going back to a classical type of style, it felt more soothing and much more kind of presentable to me. Only because I know what I'm doing. Okay, I'm going to go to the level. I am I know it's not going to be too much difficult, but I don't care. I'm going to play this game my way. And so I collected all the star coins, particular levels. I'm going to attempt to get most of the star coins that I want to get. You know, I'm just going to try to make a little bit of fun with it, you know. So mm. most of my Friday night was playing that game and, and kind of binge watching a bit of the, the uh, old Disney XD cartoon Gravity Falls. Which, you know what? For anybody listening, if you've never heard of Gravity Falls, dude, you owe yourself a favor and actually want to watch that, because some of that stuff is fucking hilarious. <laughs> and it's kind of gotten me into posting certain GIFs on Facebook to where, like, these random gnomes are, like, falling out of the sky and all this other shit. 
I, I kid you not. It's it's a kid-friendly show, but at the same point, there are various gaming-related references inside of this series, plus a lot of the funny characters and this and that, you know? It's very much enjoyable. So yeah, doing that, playing the new Super Mario Bros. U, plus Smash, and a little bit of Undertale the past couple days have actually really made me feel happier in terms of what I'm uh, doing currently, because I'll kid you not, the past month and a half in my life, personally and like gaming-wise, have been really stressful. Moving, all sorts of various like bullshit here and there, and then all of a sudden I actually have a lull period to where I'm not emptying boxes, I'm not constantly doing some other type of crap that uh, other people expect of me, and I'm just relaxing. I'm actually laying in my bed, resting my body, and actually playing some games. And it feels mm. wonderful. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's it good. is. Yeah, yeah. You've had a rough few weeks of the uh, first few weeks of the year, so it's glad to see that uh, finally get a chance to play some games and sit down and relax. Uh, oh man, yeah, I want to do that more often. Honestly, yeah, I mean, great. it just sounds awesome. And yeah. on top of that, I could potentially be playing a little. I could be starting playing D anD D pretty soon, so it's going to be interesting. Kind of like month and a half, really. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. But, Dean, okay. Ooh, here we go. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that's all pretty much what I've been playing for this week. All right. Cool, man. Uh, <laughs> glad, glad you've been playing. Now, now yeah. great. I've I've transferred my cough to him. Um, Digitally. <laughs> yeah. Through, through, through our microphones and the internet, I have transferred my cough. Um, but I think that's going to wrap the show this week, guys. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you want to hear more from us, we do have the uh, Facebook page and group. Uh, it's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Like and join us on there. On Twitter, at Drunk Nerds Pod. Follow us on there, please. Um, on uh, YouTube, Drunk, Drunk Dash Nerds. Subscribe, please. Give us a big thumbs up on our uh, podcast. And then uh, also leave a comment. iTunes, Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Subscribe. Five star review, please. And leave a comment. Um, and then I'm forgetting something. And I know it. Well, let me go ahead and try to plug a little bit of something right now. Okay. If you want to watch me like stream stuff on Twitch... Follow me at Colonel Gables. You can follow me on Twitter if you want to as well. It's under the same username moniker. I am doing my best to try to stream when I can if I'm not busy with work or some. Just got to keep in mind, guys, for those listeners out there who want to watch me play stuff, I am constantly busy, 40 hours a week working and doing other types of like family stuff. But I want to get back to streaming bits of Resident Evil 2 because I've had a blast playing that game for the few hours that I've had. But I'm trying to make. I'm making more of a conscious effort to see if I can get a little bit more variety of streaming content on my channel. At the moment, I'm kind of like at a crossroads where I want to expand my audience. I want to try to get things done and stuff. But it's going to be a bit of a uh, progression curve here. I'm slowly making my way up, and so. Yeah, just look forward to whatever content that uh, I can go forth and provide. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so, yeah, check him out. Twitch.tv slash Colonel Gables um, if you want to watch him. Uh, and Give him a big follow, please. Um, yeah, so good plug. Um, but I think that's going to wrap the show this week, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. I was your host, I was Tyler. And I have been Colonel Gables. So until next time, everyone, I hope you have yourself a great week. I hope you play yourself plenty of games. And above all else, thank you for enjoying another fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. Hey, hey Gables? Yep. Too sweet. Too sweet, man. Bye, guys. See ya. See ya.